Okay, so this is the wrap-up. We've spent the last three podcasts talking about the homework and how Laura let me go down the rabbit hole, didn't give me any parameters. She just wanted to see how far off track I could get because she knew I would, but she had a benevolent, altruistic motive. Let's trust that. And I did go off track because that's the way my mind works, but there was lots of learning in that. So I want to throw back to you, Laura, to really pick up on where you were taking me and where you want me to go next Absolutely. week. Absolutely. So really, I think one of the most important lessons that I hope you took from this last week was that it's really easy to get distracted by all the awesome opportunities that are out there. But you cannot be all things to all people. You already are the Twitter dude. Own it. Be proud of it. Claim it. It's who you are. It's what you do. Now, what you want to do is be very specific in how the Twitter dude brings everything that he has to offer to market. Now, that doesn't mean it's all entirely your products. It can be a a blend of your products and then affiliate products Mm. that you promote. But what I want you to do with this next week is to kind of redo what you did over the past week with a Twitter filter on. So I want you to do the keyword Mm, research, look up things that people are going to naturally search for, right? Like go into fresh key and do what I did with learn Twitter, do the same thing. Maybe try Twitter for beginners, maybe try Twitter teaching, try all sorts of things and, Mm, and see what mm. the results are and then start to create a list and then research those. Re- research mm. things like Twitter for actors. Find partners that you can align yourself. See if products already exist in ClickBank or JVZoo. You want to get really, really certain of what it is that you have to offer in all those different Twitter areas. And then you want to start to establish possible connections. This doesn't necessarily mean you reach out to everybody but possible connections with people that you could joint venture with, promoting their products, creating Mm, products with, mm, having mm. them promote yours. But you've got to remember, without a list, the money is in the list. Without a list, your success is stifled. So when you're looking at these products, you're looking at the way that you can serve things up to people. You're looking at things like Twitter bootstrap in 10 minutes. I want you to be thinking along the lines of, okay, if people are searching for Twitter bootstrap in 10 minutes, what can I create to serve that audience or what already exists that I can share with that audience and how can I build a list that is that audience? Make sense? Oh, it's so, it's so brilliant. I've, I mean, I, I'm a little bit embarrassed, but I've never heard this. I've never understood the meaning of the word bootstrapping. But a, a lot of my products, a lot of my mindset is around the idea that you can mm-hmm. do this yourself. And, he, and I've got stacks and stacks and stacks of ideas that just changing that one idea, putting a PDF on what I already know, doing a bootstrapping idea, aiming – and I am revamping my website to uh, get more um, – to build my list, and that I understand is absolutely crucial. So I'm going to do exactly what I've done this week with a much more Twitter-focused mm-hmm. hat on. Um, 
I'm going to continue allowing a little bit of time each week to research what other people are doing because I'm finding that extremely useful. Even though it's maybe a bit of a distraction, I'm finding it incredibly useful to find out what the blues guitarist dude is doing with his $57 product because I'm mm-hmm. not doing that. And that would that will come in handy when I reinvent my products. I'm also going to uh, spend a lot of time on uh, my JV with social media for music because that's a very related product. Why reinvent the wheel when there's already one out Absolutely. there? Absolutely. And, you know, the thing is, Keith, like the guy that you identified that lives in Nashville, if you can find people like that, that already have a list, already have successful sales, and now you're aligning himself with or aligning yourself with him, well, now you are opening yourself to his list. So being able to position yourself in a way where you have a lot of partners, whether they're true, you know, affiliates, true joint ventures, or just people that you are, you know, sort of having this even social relationship with, it's no different than what you teach in Twitter, Mm -hmm. right? So if you and I are interacting on Twitter, then all of your followers are getting exposure to me and all of my followers are getting exposure to you. And the same thing is true when you are collaborating either on promoting each Mm -hmm. other's products or writing blog posts together, doing a, a, a podcast, whatever the case may be to expose yourself to a large, larger audience but just making sure that you have intentionally and strategically built in the methodology to turn all of those other people into opt-ins on your list. Mm, so brilliant. It's, it's, all, it's all based on being strategic. That really is the It essence, absolutely is. So I had a social media product that you're aware of, but my intention here is not to promote it. I had this specific social media product. I had one product that I actually had 12 different sales letters for, and I had 12 different opt-ins for, because that one product served all sorts of different niches, but what I had to curtail was not the product itself, but the freebies, the um, educational, I'll call them blog posts, and the opt-ins that were available that led them into the product. Wow. Sounds like a lot of work, but I can see the point is that, you know, you've got you've got to make sure that the message is getting to the right people and the the, the message that they want to hear, that they are interested in gets to the right the right, the right eyeballs. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But let me ask you, what is more work? Creating twelve different products or creating one product where you put twelve different flavors or seasonings on it when you share it through the marketplace? What you've said there is create a different funnel for each different set of eyes, each different set of uh, parameters, and really w- rework the, uh, the sites that you've already got, that you've got control of, and, uh, and reposition Yeah, them, and that's yeah? why your core product needs to be somewhat evergreen. That's why I go back to that. If, so one of the things that I did with my product is, is the core of it was evergreen, but I created cheat sheets. So in your case, um, you know, the core product is learning Twitter, but you could have 12 different funnels and 12 different cheat sheets and some ancillary Mm. information so that if it is 
Twitter for actors, they have a different cheat sheet than if it is Twitter for musicians. Ah, actually, look, it's real. I'm really excited that you said that because, and I, it's amazing that you're now coming, that you're now I'm vindicating my actual position. My position has always been, I don't know if I've even told you this, Twitter for dot dot dot. Twitter for actors, Twitter for performers, Twitter for authors, Twitter for speakers. The core 10 MP3s of 10 minutes each, or at one stage it was three videos of 30 minutes, the essential information is identical. But I have created separate Mm -hmm. products. Now you're sort of saying instead of creating a separate product for actors, a separate product for singers, a separate product for speakers create one product but just have separate funnels to get them into that product absolutely and and that that doesn't mean that um that there's not going to be some additional pieces and parts specific to that audience so as an example with with my social media product there were some extra bells and whistles that were for small business owners that were different from the bells and whistles that were included if they were a solopreneur. So did you have a different landing uh, page? I did have a different landing page and I had different membership levels set depending on where they came in for, you know, within my funnel. So if they came in through the solopreneur landing page, then they saw different content than if they came in through the small business owner funnel. Make sense? But the essential product in the back end Correct. is the same. Jeez, that's clever. That's sensible, isn't it? It's really Try sensible. Why do more work than you need to? I agree. I absolutely agree. Right? Why reinvent the wheel when at the back end the, the material is the same, but the the, pe- the stuff that people see is essentially different. Different landing pages, different language, different colors mm-hmm. maybe. Who, who cooks in your house, you or your wife? Okay, you mainly. So you can probably relate to this. So I do all the cooking in our house. I went to the grocery store earlier, and knowing that my husband and I are heading out of town next week, my thought was, how do I buy the fewest number of um, actual groceries that can be repurposed across multiple meals, right? So I go to the grocery store and I say, okay, what does my husband need for the next three days for lunch? He needs sandwiches. Instead of buying the regular sandwich bread that he would normally eat his sandwiches on, I bought onion rolls. Why did I buy onion rolls? Because tomorrow for dinner, I'm going to make hamburgers that can also go on those same onion rolls. So we're using the onion rolls for sandwiches with turkey and cheese during the day. We're using them with hamburgers and cheese at night. So the same methodology applies to business as it does to personal. How can you repurpose so that you are putting the least amount of effort out there, but getting the maximum amount of results. And I don't mean by least amount of effort that you're shortcutting it. I mean that you're working smarter, not harder. Yeah, you're working. Yeah. We've we've all got limited time and we've all had the experience. Maybe you haven't, but most people have had the experience where they put lots and lots of effort in and nothing comes back. Obviously, that's not the right answer. That's how I know. I have too. Yeah? Yeah. So the right answer is to say, look, I'm going to put in a decent amount of work, but I want to return on my effort. 
an ROI or ROE. I just made up a new acronym, return on effort. Well, the other thing is, too, uh, if you're going to create a product, doesn't it make more sense to create a product that can fit for 10 or 12 different types of groups versus creating 10 mm. or 12 different products? Nike doesn't create 14 different pairs of shoes for every size they need to offer. They create one pair of shoes and sell it in 14 different sizes. That's all you're doing. Yeah. That's, that's a very good example. One pair of shoes, 14 different sizes. So much easier than 14 different pairs of shoes. Yeah. Okay. So I've got my homework and we're rocking. This is the fourth version of this story. I'm learning so much. I've learned so much in the last four weeks. You've got no idea how far I've come personally. I want to thank you again, as I do every time, for all of your awesomeness. Uh, and we'll have a chat after this about my homework and when I uh, will see you and talk to you next. So thanks again. My pleasure, Keith.